0: BDSM United Podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining us for another BDSM United Podcast in our Slave Training Series. This is really a really important series. Um, we said earlier in the beginning of the series that uh, if a submissive enters into a 24-7 relationship dynamic, uh, just kind of uh, winging it and not having a slave training process or not going through a slave training process where a master can, uh, can tell them what he expects or what they expect and, uh, can clearly, you know, train them through the process that oftentimes they'll end up on the other side in the same place. They still will become a slave, but oftentimes Uh, they will go through and endure a lot more trauma in the process. Uh, There is some trauma, of course, involved in every slave training process because you're taking a submissive who has autonomy and you are turning them into a slave who is utterly and completely dependent and helpless to do anything other than obey the master. And there is some aspects of trauma that will be introduced or at least some resistance and some uh, a lot of behavioral change, but it's the difference between throwing someone in the ocean to teach them how to swim and simply just giving them some swimming lessons. Let's talk a little bit today about emotions. Emotions constitute the primary motivational system of humans. Each of the primary emotions, those things like joy, interest, surprise, fear, anger, distress, contempt, disgust, and shame, supply their own unique kind of motivating information. Emotions are a significant part of everyone's inner lives. They range from primitive reflexes to independent thoughts to a complex, a complex cognitive assessment of a current situation, thus emotions determine if we're happy or unhappy, and they can be reflex actions based on past learning, or they could be well thought out, um, prior learned core thoughts about events cause uh, often cause the emotional reaction we feel. What we think, what we perceive and value about an event causes the corresponding emotional response to it. Thus, we call that the think, feel, react. (laughs) That's the process of emotions. Think, feel, and react. Um, Humans first think, then they feel, and then they act. Normally, what we think about an event is based upon past experiences related to a like or a similar event. Uh, The the thought is divided is dividing into two parts before we apply an emotion to it first we perceive it and then we value the information or evaluate the information after that we apply an emotion based on this perception and value therefore deep roots uh, from past life experiences as well as current events create The emotional reactions to slave training. It's more than just reacting to the current slave training process. Quite often, people who deny their emotions think that they're healthy and well-adjusted, but they tend to have high blood pressure, high heart rates, oftentimes an immune deficiency, and high incidences of cancers. Oftentimes they have difficulty sleeping and lots of aches and pains. A slave may not be aware of the actual nature of their emotions, but they can still have an effect on on its life and its training. Slave may have subconscious emotional reactions to slave training that are unaware to it. The major goal in emotional training is to align thoughts and emotions that will project a positive self-image of the slavery and provide motivation for proper behavior. A side product of changing emotions is an emotional reaction to slave training. Uh, Emotional privacy really shouldn't be allowed. We've talked about this in a previous podcast. A slave's emotional reactions or moods can never be private from the master because it has no right of privacy related to its inner feelings. During training, it's often necessary that emotions be changed to reflect slavery. A slave should be asked often what it is feeling in order for it to become accustomed to revealing its feelings to the master. Often knowing the slave's feelings is a huge aid in training. A feeling of helplessness and hiding emotions from its master is is really necessary. A master must explain this importance of never being able to hide emotions and sensation. A slave should know that it has to be completely open to discussing its emotions with the master and reveal its feelings and its thoughts to the master more than to... uh, any closest friend it has ever known. This openness openness is revealing in sorry, this openness in revealing emotions is often more difficult for the slave than behavioral modifications. People have private thoughts and fantasies that provide a view of their inner private logic. The thoughts must be shared with the master. A slave has no privacy from its master. Sharing is mandatory. Sensations are what the body feels with the five senses. Touch, taste, smell, sight, and hearing. Being aware of the sensations displayed by your slave can lead to insight into its emotions. Sensations are often the body's reactions to emotions and can be generated in the form of pain, nervousness, or headaches. The the master may find it advisable to give his slaves sensations during trainings or to to deprive certain sensations in his training. He, He would do this to increase particular sensations to allow him to control those sensations with commands. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, talking about sensations and emotions is definitely something to consider when forming your slave training process. Definitely good to bring in that philosophy of, 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 of MS there to talk about, um, uh, how sharing is mandatory. Transparency is mandatory. That there is no privacy. A slave has no privacy from its master. Just bringing in that philosophy into the training process, um, so that you begin to require your slave to open up and be more transparent with you. It will help the train the training process go smoother. It will also help you because you can't read minds. You know, we 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 can't read someone's mind, so it's important that they learn to communicate, or that the sla- that it learns to communicate with you as a slave. It's really important. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to this BDSM United podcast. There was a lot of meat in that in this podcast, so we wanted to give you a bite-sized morsel so you don't choke on it. Uh, The best way to connect with us is at our website, www.bdsmunited.com. And if you're listening on your favorite platform, wherever you're listening to us, please give us a like, a subscribe, follow, a comment, a thumbs up. Uh, It really helps you connect with us, but it also helps other adults find these kinds of podcasts. Uh, One of our goals is to have you or to equip you and help you make our BDSM community better by, uh, by these small different kinds of actions that you can do to help other adults connect with educational resources. Because when adults are educated, it really makes our entire BDSM community better. So thank you for playing your part in accomplishing that goal and partnering with us to accomplish that goal. Uh, it's been a joy talking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky, built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free.